I'm Glenn Kubish. Welcome to the Three Things Podcast. This is where I try to notice big things from my little life that made me happy or grateful or both as a way to keep my noticing and gratituding equipment from calcifying. This week, number one, fish. There is an aquarium at the Lois Hole Library in West Edmonton, and if you happened to be there last Sunday afternoon, close to closing time, that was me standing in front of it, staring like someone who had never seen fish in a tank, which is pretty much what it felt like. I was mesmerized. The little fish twitch and flash and appear quite nonplussed about hanging suspended in gallons of water held in shape by a thin skin of glass, on the other side of which is death for them. Earlier that day, Auntie Sheila and I had spent a couple of hours on White Avenue. We took the steps down to the Tokyo Noodle Shop for ramen. We darted into Blackbird for some new vinyl. We drifted over to Sugared and Spiced for brownies and to talk to Jeff. If you think this dropping, darting, and drifting means I now see all of us as kinds of giant upright fish flowing past each other inside a giant container called a city and that we would do well to pay more attention to what makes for a healthy habitat for all, sure. Yes, all of that is true. We are urban fish. It's as enjoyable to watch the colorful people in their colorful parkas stream by on the sidewalk in Old Strathcona in February as it is to watch Molly's guppies and neon tetras in their element. But it's about the fish fish. Staring at fish makes me drift away in a way that watching people doesn't quite. Fish are unfathomable. I wonder if some submerged part of my human brain communicates with the record of its aqueous deep past when I watch fish, even library fish. I thought these and other thoughts until I noticed the patron walk by the other side of the aquarium. The spell broke. I returned to my medium. Number two, farewell. The big ripple in my little Facebook eddy this past week was news from my friend Tim that he was deleting his popular Facebook account. The environment, the discussions had turned too toxic, too unpleasant, too personal. I'll miss his posts about the city and about Fort Edmonton, Notre Dame football and his donair lunches with Gord from Global News. And posts about his new shoes. Tim would have given Agnew Surpass a run for its money back in the day. But Tim's a social guy. He's more face than interface. He doesn't need social media. He carries direct knowledge from a time when it took some will and not just some skill to stay in touch. You know, some folks feel they're staying in touch with those quick texts or posts, but really they're fooling themselves. It is way, way, way more important to spend time with friends in person, maybe over breakfast or lunch, coffee, or maybe a couple of beers. But to make that happen, you have to make an effort. Instead of just saying, hey, let's have lunch sometime, you have to be saying, I'll touch base with you right away, and I'll give you some dates where we can meet up, so let's confirm. Then you make an appointment and you follow through. And maybe you have to postpone that get-together, but you have to reschedule it right away. So often the getting together never happens. It will happen when someone decides to set a time and a date for a personal meeting. Tim picks up the tab whenever we meet for breakfast or beers. I am internally grateful for that kindness and eternally grateful for the real world wisdom that there is a difference between hoping that paths cross and making paths cross. Number three, food. I ordered the fish and chips with the curry ketchup and a side sausage, as I do whenever Sheila and I have dinner at Otto. The restaurant is on 95th Street, just up from Arden's Very Mart. The old number five stops right out front of Otto. From inside, you can hear the whoosh of the bus and watch its fuzzy lights through the rippled glass garage door. My mom grew up nearby. Well, pretty close. Like, we were on 80th Street, and they're on uh, 95th. 
And it's a nice atmosphere, too. All different kinds of sausages. I don't know. We just took a, a mixture. Ed runs the place. It is a place, like a hideout is a place, a safe place to trade stories over a meal and listen to the murmur of people at the other tables doing the same. These days, Ed glides between tables on a foot-propelled scooter after breaking a bone in what sounded like a semi-heroic move to stick out a leg and save a goal in an old-timers hockey game. On nights like last Tuesday, when the noisy world is pressing in on all sides, it's good to navigate the deep and surface in Norwood, pulled by the allure of auto. Have a good day, friends. See you, well, sort of, next time.